It's the 7 o'clock hour, and you're listening to the Morning Blitz. Oh, are we on the air? Up, yeah. Rick Corey. That's right. had... Keep trying to get out of it. I... Brees Hulse. <laughs> Bryce Hulse. I'm sorry. Um... <clears throat> Coming to you from the Tulsa Oilers Hockey Studio on the Blitz 1170. 655 at that very same Oilers Hockey Studio. He is Bryce Hulse. I am Rick Corey. We are in that studio, as I mentioned. I, I wonder why they have you saying I'm sorry. I mean, <laughs> Blitzing up your mornings. This is the Morning Blitz with Rick Corey. Want to get in the game? You can always join in by texting us at 918-262-5072. That is the Neuropathy Treatment Clinic of Oklahoma text line, and we would love to have you on it. 717 here in the Tulsa Weathers Hockey Studio. He's Bryce Hulse. I'm Rick Corey. As a matter of fact, our text board's been quiet all morning. And that can happen. You know, you get to this time of the year. But, you know, if you've got a thought, an emotional outburst, a moral conundrum, as it likes to say, uh, yeah. then give us a shout at 918-262-5072. Coming up in, oh, 35 or so minutes, we're going to talk to Brianna Root from the Drillers. We'll see what their opening day schedule is like, some of the promotions coming up. And they have a scholarship program we'd like to tell you about. Plus, Dale Cook at 830 this morning about XFN 392. All right, so at Bryce, uh, I'd mentioned, and you said you watched Last Dance, kind of one of your uh, quarantine watches right mm-hmm. so you were a, you're an nba fan i know you're a basketball fan are you a jordan fan or are you a lebron fan <laughs> uh i'm probably not when it comes to the choices between the two i i would probably have to say jordan is better um even though you know i obviously wasn't in that generation i just i feel like i in terms of his abilities at his size just being a you know, six six guard, mm-hmm. as opposed to the just physical freak that Le- LeBron is. Maybe I get a little bit more impressed at at that kind of size I, with Jordan, you know, Jordan. Okay, that's one thing. I ask which team you were on, not not who you <laughs> thought was best. Let let me go different routes, Rick. I'm trying to avoid the question here. Uh, yeah, I. I'd probably be Team Jordan by a little bit, but okay. I'm not. A, but I'm not a LeBron hater, though. No, I'm you know, not either. No, know, that's, that's never the thing. I, I never really have any issues with LeBron or his game or anything like that. I, I haven't either. Um, I, I help. I I only know LeBron. I only know basketball with LeBron. Mm. I mean, he yeah made his debut when I was five years old. I mean, so it's like I only know the game with LeBron. So that's the thing that I always try to remind myself <laughs> is that like. You are living through your life through, you know, the, the most arguably the most arguably the best player in the history of the game you for know, an arguably. extended period of time, no question. Yeah, and just the longevity that he has. Yeah. Um, so I always try to keep myself cognizant of that. Yes, yes, folks. Bryce said he was five when LeBron started. <laughs> I can time hear, marches on. I can just hear brains out there going. Really, if I don't know. What? <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, yes, for for an ex- we've mentioned this for an extended period of time. the The amount of time he's been really, really good is greater than most people have been. There's no doubt about that. And you know, when it comes down to the two, though, mo- you know, most people just pick a side like this, and it's mm-hmm. this guy's better, this guy's better. I'd never argue who's better because their right. games are slightly different. Um, but I think too, we're at a time, and you got to keep this in mind. You've got the Lucas of the world, and who is you know you can't say enough good things about, and you've got the Nikola Jokic's of the world. You can't say enough good things about, and all the other people who are playing. You got Wimbanyana now, all mm-hmm. the people who are playing great basketball. Yet, 
the league still seems to be owned by LeBron. And from the standpoint of, I mean, if you mentioned, hey, say, name me a basketball player right now. Unless you're a Milwaukee Bucks fan (laughs) and you you love Giannis or you're a a Dallas fan and whatever, wherever team you happen to be sitting, if you're just a general fan, LeBron's going to come to the front of everybody's name. Mm -hmm. Well, the reason I mention that is a lot of people, of course, watched The Last Dance. It was about the Bulls and their success in the 90s. And it really turned out at the end of the day – to be, I don't know, it seemed more an homage to Michael Jordan to me. What did you think? Yeah, I'd say so. Uh, I, I think we really got to get an in-depth look at just how competitive and just how driven he was. And just a couple of those episodes that really pop out to me when the way he would talk, the way he would talk about his team. Mm-hmm. I think that's what I mainly got out of it. But yeah, definitely, you know, he's obviously the star of that. He was, but I mean, to me, it turned out almost to be more of a uh, a reverence thing mm-hmm. with him, and it, it just really turned into just him appreciating, yeah, well, the greatness. I, I don't even think it was appreciating. I think it was more. I don't know. It, it became more just about him, and oh my God, they were just like a bunch of fans. Just it became mm-hmm. fandom to me. Yes, okay. he's he's a, he's a great basketball player, and in my opinion, probably the most talented player of all time. But he. They, when you start taking that guy, even though he deserves accolades, and you start kind of, you know, that pedestal thing and the God-level status kind of stuff, well, a lot of the Bulls didn't like it either because now several of them, Scottie Pippen, Horace Grant, and Luke Longley, are on what they call the No Bull Tour. <laughs> They're going to share their behind-the-scenes stories of the success, and they believe they want to poke some holes in that. Now, sometimes former players will do that just because they're jealous. And we know mm-hmm. Pippen had a problem with the attention Jordan got. Not, I don't think from the standpoint of Jordan got a lot of attention, but from the standpoint of, hey, I deserve more. Now, yeah. I think, it, all right, and we, you have to ask this question, and it's been asked on sports shows through the years. If you take Scottie Pippen off that team, how many, mm-hmm. if any, fewer championships do they win or do they still win them? Mm. I mean, I feel like they would still I try to relate a little bit to like the Warriors with their big trio. If you take Clay Thompson off that team, I could still see the Warriors winning a couple of championships in that twenty five or twenty fifteen to twenty eighteen era with Curry and, and Draymond. Mm-hmm. So I, I I could say they could maybe win one less or something. What if you, for instance, to me, and I I liked Scottie Pippen's game, I mm-hmm. really did. But as that team melded together, to me, Rodman would have been a bigger loss. Oh, yeah. yeah. Because of his just downright nastiness, rebounding, and all that kind of thing. Right. <laughs> mm-hmm. That, that you know, if you take Scotty away, you can find somebody to do most of what he does, even if it's not right. quite at that level. You will not find somebody else to be what the rebounding machine was. Mm-hmm. And, 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 you know, I know that probably sounds silly. That's just my opinion, just in, from inside the game. Well, I, Harvey, uh, Horace Grant, pardon me. He calls The Last Dance a bull documentary. And so, you know, I'm not going to play that part for you, but uh, still he does. And he says, you know, uh, a lot of people are going to ask us questions about that bull documentary. Come get the tickets. You're going to hear an awful lot about it. I do think it would be interesting to hear. I don't know that I would believe everything they tell me because, again, guys like that many times are just doing that because they don't believe they got enough of the credit for what's happening. Would you go? Yeah, I'd probably be interested to see exactly what they're what they're trying to say, how much 
how much exactly the documentary got wrong in their eyes or exactly what they thought was uh, wrong in terms of what they were able to say. Because that's the thing is I thought I feel like, you know, it was pretty no holds barred in terms of what Horace Grant and Scottie Pippen in particular were able to say in the documentary. Again, I think a lot of people's opinions might have shifted a little bit about Scottie Pippen and really thinking instead of, okay, he's, you know, playing second fiddle and you don't really see them address that as much. Mm. I think you saw a little bit of animosity there. Whereas oh, yeah. you never you never really thought about it. So it's like they got to have their parts on that documentary to say their piece a little mm -hmm. bit. So that's what I'm kinda interested to say. Uh, you know, how much do they really think it got wrong when they were allowed to let it fly a little bit? Yeah, absolutely. Well, I think one of the things to me that I find really interesting about this is where they're starting the tour and then where they're going second. The NBA is absolutely a world brand. There's so many international sure. players playing in the United States now. And then, you know, the Olympic basketball community has become much more competitive than yeah. it was just a U.S. or Russia winning. They play games in France and yeah, China. You're right. You know? Well, the tour is beginning in Tasmania. Mm. If I had okay. asked you to guess a hundred <laughs> times, you wouldn't have gotten that nope. one, nor would I. And then they're going to Melbourne, going to Australia. Mm. So they're going around the world before they come through here. And as many Michael Jordan fans as there are in basketball – when they come through here, they may just downright get booed. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I can see people who would want to go just to disagree. Mm. I, I mean, would not again, be surprised. Jo Jordan is Jordan and LeBron are the two main characters when it comes to guys who they probably have more fans of just them. Even though they're in a oh, team yeah. sport, more yeah. fans of them than more fans of the teams that they're they on, right? They transcend that sport a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think most stars at the highest level probably do. Uh, but I understand what you're saying by that. Yeah. And, and Basketball it, specifically. And they do. And, and people will pick sides in a heartbeat. They will pick mm -hmm. sides between those two. I have, no, I have zero interaction with LeBron. I have had interaction with Jordan, and it wasn't good. Mm -hmm. He was about as unfriendly as a human could be. Uh, I saw him do some That's things. Yeah, I saw him do some things outside the clubhouse. Because this was in baseball. Uh, I saw him oh. do some things outside the clubhouse that were they weren't just questionable; they were downright nasty. Mm. But I did have one really funny moment yeah. where he was. Of course, it's when he was with the White Sox, and uh, you know, if you if you were covering spring training and saw in baseball back then, what I would do is go to I would go to Orlando. Yeah, that's where I'd fly to because it was easy. And, and then um, I would get out and uh, get a car, and I would go to the Royals, which was Haines City, not very far from there, and I would get a league pass from the Royals. They were always kind enough to give me a league pass so I could go in any stadium, any locker room mm. in, in Florida in spring training, which was really cool. Uh, Chris Stathos and the people at the Royals were always fantastic. So I'd go do that, <clears throat> and I'd spend a little time there. And I'd go to the, the Indians. That's where I always. That's where I got to meet, you know, Bob Feller. You know, who loved to stand out front with his uniform yep. and sign autographs. And I got to meet Mr. Jacobs, the owner. He was just sitting down watching a game. And one of the other guys in the press box said, well, "That's the owner. Just go talk to him." I said, "He doesn't mind." He goes, "Nah." And his wife was sitting with him, and I went down, and he asked his wife to move so I could sit down. <laughs> really neat old gentleman. Anyway. <clears throat> So I go over and I do I take care of the Cardinals and all, and if you go down the coast, you can get to Bradenton and Sarasota. So you can get the Pirates and get the White Sox. Well, I wanted to get the White Sox because of Jordan. <clears throat> so I go in there and they are, as you would imagine, they're out there doing what guys do during spring training, which does not look like work. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> but I know they work all year to get there. <clears throat> and Jordan's out there 
And he's running around, fly, you know, shagging fly balls and all that. Well, they, the White Sox had a big first baseman whose name, and it was a Polish first name, and I cannot remember it. But he was taking BP. And Jordan um, drove this vet, and he wouldn't park where the other players parked. He wanted to park out in the, in the near the outfield fence and near the outfield gate so he could come right in that gate. I don't know why he wanted to park there. It was separate, but he did. And I'm watching the the batting the BP pitcher serve up melons. And I'm and I'm and this guy's just killing it. I mean, he's cranking them out of the park left and right. And then I hear this conversation, because I was just outside the cage. I hear this conversation between the players and the snickering, and I realize what they're trying to do. He's trying to hit Jordan's car. <laughs> and it was parked right behind the fence. However, right shot, you got a chance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I also had to go through some palm trees out there and, and you had to, had to split those. And he's hitting bomb after bomb after bomb. And finally, he cracks one. And all the guys in the cage, you can hear go, oh, 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 that starts. And you see Jordan, and he's out in center field. He turns and looks, looks up and sees it, and just the look of panic, and he starts at a dead sprint running toward the car as if he could get there, right? Yeah, right. But he is, I mean, he is full tilt going. He he is low running, man. <laughs> That's MJ. He thinks he can, right? So. Backwards, you know, boom, he's out of there. And that ball crashes into the windshield. Oh my and comes down perfectly, not in the middle of the windshield, but on the driver's side. And the windshield, it didn't, you know, of course, it does what windshields do. It just goes boom, kind of exploded, but it didn't fall apart. You know, mm-hmm. cracks, and the alarm goes off on the car, and Jordan's still running, and the guys at the cage are on their knees laughing. <laughs> and so maybe that's why he was in a bad mood. <laughs> Because it was after so there was that. something that spurred it, right? <laughs> what was it was after that in the clubhouse when I asked him for a minute, and he said yes, and I asked him three or four questions, and I asked him something about uh, maybe it was phrased poorly on my part, but something about um, um, you know the NBA and and the differences now in baseball and minor leagues because he was going to probably start in the minor leagues, mm-hmm. and he said and, and and I never mentioned pay, but somehow he went to. Um, he went to, well, I, I probably make less than you when I'm doing that. And that's, he said, that's just really a, a, a you know, that's a tragic error because I'm way better than you. And he, Goodness, and, and, and I said, yeah, yeah, you are, you, you absolutely are. But it's not what I was asking. I was asking about kind of the overall, you know, cause you're going to travel differently and those kinds of things. And then he yeah. got really angry and I'm, I was just trying to ask a question, but I think he was mm. still mad about his windshield mm-hmm. and he stormed off. But what really He's lashing, off, Rick. Well, what really turned me off is there was a, a family outside. Because in spring training baseball, if you've never been, it's really nice because players are a lot more available and open generally. At least it was then. And so you could, players would wait or fans would wait right outside the fences or gates or there'd be certain places. Cleveland, it was right in front, and, and Haines City was right out by the third baseline. You'd wait out there, and people, you know, the players would kind of stroll through, and many of them would stop and sign autographs. And there was a family who had a young child in a wheelchair. Who was a you know apparently a big fan had a Jordan jersey on all those kinds of things, and as they're sitting there and he's going to come walking by, he's got people with him, and the, the the club PR person had stuck over in his ear, and I know what he was he was whispered over, hey they'd yeah. like to meet you take a picture and all that, and Jordan just said no and walked by, Ugh. and again I get maybe you had a bad day, but you know. And maybe he didn't do that. Maybe the rest of his career he was not that way. But I just witnessed the bad side. And so it kind of turned me off. Now, as far as his as a player, 
absolutely in my mind still the most gifted guy ever but uh it just turned me off of him however i will say watching him run across that field when the ball exploded into his windshield i gotta remember that first baseman's name <laughs> Seven thirty-two on the blitz 1170 we're in the tulsa oilers hockey studio that's bryce Hulse. i'm rick Corey. coming up in about oh 20 minutes or so brianna root from the drillers she'll be with us we're going to talk about a scholarship program their opening day and some of the promotions this year all right here on the blitz 1170 your new home for the dallas cowboys is the blitz 1170 from the Oklahoma Sports Desk. It's time for a two-minute drill on the Blitz 1170 and streaming on the Blitz 1170 app. The ORU Golden Eagles look to get out of their losing ways. They'll be at Omaha tonight to take on the Mavericks. Tip-off for that one is at 7 o'clock. The Oklahoma State Cowgirls basketball team got back in the win column last night as they beat UCF and GIA 67-54. That gives them the series sweep over the Knights. Hannah Gusters and Staley Hurd each led OSU with 17 points. And the Tulsa women's basketball team got a win last night against UAB 84-72, their 19th win of the season and the most wins since the 2005-2006 campaign. Tamira Poindexter led all scorers with 30 points. The Golden Hurricane are now in second place tie in the AAC with North Texas. That's the Winter World of Tulsa 2-Minute Drill. I'm Bryce Holson, the Blitz 1170 and streaming on the Blitz 1170 app. The Blitz 1170 weather provided by Community Care, your locally owned health plan. This is the Morning Blitz with Rick Corey. Want to get in the game? Call us up at 918-879-1170. We want to hear from you. We always want to hear from you. You can do it on the text board as well at 918-262-5072. It's your Neuropathy Treatment Clinic of Oklahoma text line. It's been pretty quiet today. 739 Blitz 1170. He's Bryce Hulse. I'm Rick Corey here in the Tulsa Oilers Hockey Studio. We have Brianna Root uh, with the Driller sitting out on our couch. She'll be in here in about 10 minutes to get us updated on what's going to happen for opening day in this cool school scholarship program I want to talk about. I just got some really good news. Well, a couple pieces of really good news. A, and it's all food related. <laughs> what a surprise. Nice. Uh, a, it's National Chili Day. Did you know that? I did not know that, but I like where this is headed. <laughs> Absolutely. I, yeah, I think right. I know somebody. <laughs> yes, yes, we do. We know a guy. And as a matter of fact, Lynn over at Ike's Chili uh, sent me a note and he said, tell people they just come in and say, Rick Courier, the Blitz, I'll give them 15% off. So right. if you're out there right now listening and thinking, hey, what's for what's for lunch? Mm, got an mm. idea. Yeah. And I completely disagree with Scott File where he said you can only eat chili when it's cold. Oh, no, 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 no. Yeah. No, 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 no. I, I, you can eat chili anytime, anytime, anytime. And if the rule was it only had to be cold, then I'd stand in a freezer to eat chili because it's chilly. You know what's funny is the first time you ever said that, in my mind, I thought Scott was saying you can only eat chili like when the dish is cold. <laughs> like when chili itself, this and I, I was about to call the police. So, like, the fact that I, that makes it a little bit better that he's talking about the weather. Yeah, yeah, he, he thinks it's got to be cold outside. Like, I don't This agree. man is a psychopath. Exactly. Like, I mean, okay, that's a little bit better. Yeah, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Just talking about the weather, not the chili itself. Uh, although there are a couple of things I like cold that no one else does. It's weird. Uh, anyway, um, today's National Chili Day, 15% off. Just say, Rick Corey, you're the Blitz, which was very nice. Thank mm-hmm. you, Lynn. That is cool. But I also got another piece of good news. So I look up at the window and Chubbs from Chubb, you know, Casey and Chubbs and Casey over K hits right over there. They're about 20 feet away from us. Mm-hmm. He's standing in the, in the door and I waved him inside and he goes, I just wanted to tell you some good news. He said, you hear about Sweet Lisa's? Okay. Sweet Lisa's is a restaurant that used to be up on Peoria, uh, right there at Peoria and 75, just a little bit away from there and run by <clears throat> Daryl, who is just 
one of the nicest guys in the world and has the, I mean, his voice is just booming. He makes you sound high. High pitched. <laughs> he does. High pitched. Pardon me. Right. Sorry. Um. <laughs> Bryce. Yeah. That's not what All I was right. saying. All right. <clears throat> I'm down for some food now. Got a little, yeah, I got a little um, McConaughey going. Now, he's got this booming voice, just could not be a nicer guy. And if you go in one time, he would remember everyone in your family. Uh, yeah. We would try to go up there about once a month on Sundays for our Sunday lunches. I'd love to get in. The place had closed down. And he has a food truck, and I know he'd focused on the food truck, and I get that. Uh, but I was really I was disappointed. It's open. Chubb stuck his head in and said he has reopened Sweet Leases on Greenwood. Wow. Took over for an old chicken restaurant over there. So, you know, not only is it National Chili Day and, and Lynn's going to give you a discount, Hey, so get your chili today at 15% off to say the Blitz or Rick Corey or, you know, any of us, and get your chili at 15% off. But then, no sweet leases is open again. And when I say down-home southern soul food, Hmm. I'm just going to tell you that you will not have better. My wife, when she gets his sweet potatoes, just has that roll back of the eyes like a shark. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, oh, my, his food's good. And his banana pudding will actually make you fight your mother for it. (laughs) Uh, And, you know, some of you may want to. I don't know. But anyway, it's, oh, Lord, it's good. Mm. Yeah, so I'm I'm, I'm thrilled for Daryl. I'll have to go find it. I'm really happy for him, and I'm really happy for us. You know, Wanda Jay's is over there, and, you know, there's there are all kinds of good soul food places. Evelyn's out at the executive airport, out by um, not far from the Tulsa Air and Space Museum, which is one not a lot of people know about because it's got strange hours, and it's only open during the week, and it's back mm. in that little, you know, industrial-type area there at the, at the executive airport, if you will, and it's not, I mean, you wouldn't go back there unless you had a specific reason. There's a couple of airplane replace or like there's a propeller shop back there and a couple of things like that, but there's no real reason to go back there. But if you work out and around the airport, you know about Evelyn's Mm -hmm. and that's fantastic food too. And, but I'm just really happy. So I got two pieces of good news. It's national chili day and you get a discount over at Ike's and they're reopening. Oh, that's just perfect. Oh, it could not be better. Uh, All right. Something else I wanted to talk about (laughs) <laughs> we mentioned this before. If you haven't seen it, when we talked about the uh, jerseys that the Major League Baseball was getting from Fanatics, which to begin with, why would you do that? You can go directly to Nike or Adidas or whoever you're making your deal with, because I know they all make deals, and you can have those companies make your stuff. Hell, college football does that. <laughs> you know, Why can't you in the major leagues? But instead, they say, we're going to cut costs a little bit. We're going to go with Fanatics. Well, Fanatics doesn't make anything. They're a drop shipper, for lack of a better term, and they go out and they have this stuff done. Well, the major league stuff, you know, if you were going to go make deals with the individual companies, it's probably still not going to be made in this country. I'm not stupid. I get that. But what Fanatics does is take stuff that you I mean, you wouldn't want to put on your little league team. And when the major leaguers saw the jerseys, they went nuts. And they went, all right, fine, 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 we'll redo it. So we're actually measuring them all for custom-fit jerseys because basically they just made small, medium, and large and were just tossing <laughs> it, guys. And they hated it. But then the pants came out, and they're completely see-through. Mm. Yep. <laughs> you can see, the, you can see like, the back pockets. Mm-hmm. And it's, I just, it's laughable. Th- somebody decided to ship that to Major League Baseball, and as soon as they did, the players – as you can imagine, we're terribly happy about it. Uh, and there's even some uh, some guys uh, joking about it, 
uh, on Twitter uh, <laughs> and then showing the pictures. Oh, my Lord. It's uh, it's amazing. Yeah, you thought it could have just been added to the joke, right? Just somebody right. somebody being satirical, you know, posting articles. But no, it's, it continues to be real. I would love to be in the office in Major League Baseball when someone goes to someone. And let's be it. Let's be honest. This is something that's been delegated. Right. Yeah. yeah. To this, to this, to this, to this, this to this. This is their thing to focus yeah. on. <laughs> and it finally rolled all the way downhill until it hit bottom. And somebody went, okay, I'll be a hero. I'm going to save X number of dollars for the league because we all know Major League Baseball is struggling, right? Mm. And we're going to save that money, and, and this is what we're going to do. I want to hear that conversation today when someone goes, hey, uh, we need to we need to talk about something. Uh, I I'd love to see and I and I have to go back and listen now to some of the <laughs> God. There's another picture. Oh my God. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> we need the players to invest in long johns. And <laughs> <laughs> Kyle Griffin is standing here in his uniform. <laughs> it just looks like oh God. Oh, that's awful. I, I just would love to be there when that happens. And you ask yourself, how can that how can that go on? Mm. Uh, how can <laughs> I guess you'd never be surprised these days when somebody in an office where they're supposed to be making good decisions does something like that. I think that's something that really sticks out to like younger generations now is, you know, the world does need to prepare us for the maturity (laughs) of of the new adult world. But sometimes it's nice to just know that, hey, no no matter where you see what what kind of levels some of these people are at, it's like it, it. it's never too adult-ish, right? <laughs> no, it's, you, no. There never comes a point where it's like, everybody's got it figured out. Uh, We're all good. No. Nope. Oh, no, 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 no. You're, I, all, I, you're always going to find situations like this. One of our prep services today, which we get these things, of course, we have these emails and things that come to us here on the Blitz 1170. They kind of help you find stuff because, I mean, we're like you. I mean, we don't wake up every morning knowing everything. You right. got to go find it. You have to source it out. And one of them talked about um, it had different topics. And one of them was, what's something no one ever told you that as you became an adult, you realized? Mm. And one of them was that we all have imposter syndrome, all of us, because mm-hmm. none of us know what the hell's going on. We're kind of <laughs> making it up as we go along. Yeah, You feel that way when you first become a parent, you mm. know, and, and you're that traditional, I don't know how to do this. Mm-hmm. All I know is what happened to me. And you either do what I did, which is I'm not going to raise a child anything the way I was raised. I, mm. Or you say, man, I had the best parents in the world. This is exactly what I want to do. But we all are making it up as we go along, and I, that's absolutely yeah. true. So, yes, not every, but you know what? But no one can prepare you because there's no such thing. Mm-hmm. It is what it is. It's going to change every day, more so now and faster now than it ever has before because the amount of technology and information we have at our fingertips, which can be good and bad. Yeah. And, and with all that happening, there's no way anybody can prepare you. We can, you know, we can warn you. And I think schools should do a better job of certain things, you know, maybe teaching a little bit more financial Absolutely. things or those kinds of stuff yeah. that are real world, if you will. Financial literacy. Well, I know as, my, as a dive instructor, one of the things we can do is we can let you take all the tests online. And you could and now if you do that that way, you have to get 100 percent, but you, you, never, you never get checked off for being wrong. If you answer one wrong, you just go back and you answer it again until you get it right. You don't learn that way, in my opinion. I prefer to still show up in person and do a class because there are certain things that they'll tell you in this online school or on this online class that that's the answer they want, but it's not what really happens when you're underwater. 
And I would much rather people know in the real world what's going to happen rather than what this thing says, which is Pollyanna for the most part. Mm. Well, the, I mean, I, we know life's that way too. And maybe, you know, somebody at Major League Baseball just learned that the hard <laughs> way because yep. what they put out is not only stupid, it's funny. Uh, and those two sometimes go really nicely together. But I will tell you from what that, you know, that prep service said and to your point, yeah, we're all making it up as we go along. Mm. And if you're not, if you think you're not, then maybe you should look back over your shoulder. Yeah, right? Rude awakening, right? Yeah. <laughs> 7.50 on the Blitz 1170. That's Bryce Hulse. I'm Rick Corey. Coming up next, Brianna Root with the Drillers. Opening day coming up. We've got promotions. We've got new foods. We've got a scholarship program to tell you about. And at 8.30 this morning, Dale Cook is going to tell us all about XFN 392. Now, you can text us at 918-262-5072. Here in the Tulsa Oilers Hockey Studio, that's the Neuropathy Treatment Clinic of Oklahoma text line, 918-262-5072. <laughs> Especially if you've got it all figured out. Please let me know. I'd love to know more about it. Download the Blitz 1170 app now inside your cell phone provider's app store. You don't need a radio to listen to the Blitz. From the Oklahoma Sports Desk, it's time for a two-minute drill on the Blitz 1170 and streaming on the Blitz 1170 app. Tonight, the ORU Golden Eagles look to get out of their losing ways. They'll be at Omaha to take on the Mavericks. Tip-off for that one is at 7 o'clock. The Oklahoma State Cowboys have now won two straight as they get the win in Cincinnati against the Bearcats last night, 80-76. to The Pokes shot 56% from the field. All five starters had double figures, led by Javon Small, who had 19 points. And the Tulsa Golden Hurricane fell to the Wichita State Shockers last night, 79-63. The Hurricane turned the ball over a season-high 22 times. P.J. Haggerty continued to be Tulsa's bright spot as he had 23 points. That's the Wonder World of Tulsa 2-Minute Drill. I'm Bryce Holson, the Blitz 1170, and streaming on the Blitz 1170 app.